a microbial eukaryote with a unique combination of purple bacteria and green algae as endosymbionts. Abstract. Oxygenic photosynthesizers, like cyanobacteria and eukaryotic algae, have repeatedly become endosymbionts throughout evolution. In contrast, anoxygenic photosynthesizers, for example, purple bacteria, are exceedingly rare as intracellular symbionts. Here, we report on the morphology, ultrastructure, lifestyle, and metagenome of the only purple-green eukaryote known. The ciliate, pseudoblepharisma, tenu, harbors green algae and hundreds of genetically reduced purple bacteria. The latter represent a new candidate species of the Chromatiaceae that lost known genes for sulfur dissimilation. The tripartite consortium is physiologically complex because of the versatile energy metabolism of each partner, but appears to be ecologically specialized as it prefers hypoxic sediments. The emergent niche of this complex symbiosis is predicted to be a partial overlap of each partner's niches and may be largely defined by anoxygenic photosynthesis and possibly phagotrophy. This purple-green ciliate thus represents an extraordinary example of how symbiosis merges disparate physiologies and allows emergent consortia to create novel ecological niches. Introduction Symbioses between heterotrophs and photosynthetic algae are widespread and ecologically important in today's ecosystems. Many eukaryotes have thus become mixotrophs, i.e. they combine predation and photosynthesis by acquiring algal endosymbionts or chloroplasts from algae. Photoautotrophic endosymbionts often release photosynthetic products into their hosts, whereas hosts provide a nutrient-rich environment and physical protection against predators and viruses. Today, virtually all known photosymbioses involve cyanobacteria, or eukaryotic algae, that perform oxygenic photosynthesis, except for the marine ciliate Strombidium purpureum, whose purple bacterial endosymbionts remain uncharacterized. Only one eukaryote has ever been described as harboring both green algae and purple bacteria in the same host cell. This is a puzzling combination, as these two groups of photosynthesizers typically occupy different niches in nature. Green algae are aerobic and oxygenic, whereas purple bacteria are primarily anaerobic and anoxygenic. Moreover, green algae and purple bacteria absorb distinct wave bands because of the different photosynthetic pigments. It is thus unknown how two endosymbionts with these contrasting photosynthetic physiologies come to coexist in the same host cytoplasm, and how this complex symbiotic consortium 
makes a living in its environment. Results and discussion. Section heading, Pseudoblepharisma tenu is a phagotroph with two photosynthetic endosymbionts. We found populations of a purple-green ciliate dwelling in the sphagnum ponds of the Similreed moorland in Constance, Germany, a hotspot for microbial diversity. This ciliate most closely resembled P10UKAHL, which was briefly described in 1926 as a very uncommon ciliate and since then never studied in detail. The characteristic purple-green color of P10U is conferred by two different endosymbionts, purple bacteria and green algae. The presence of purple bacteria and green algae dividing in the cytoplasm of P10U suggests that both endosymbionts are inherited in a vertical fashion. Moreover, food vacuoles with partially digested contents, which clearly differ from the graded endosymbionts, also suggest that P10U is capable of phagocytosis. The major morphological features of the ciliate, such as cell body shape and length, posterior contractile vacuole, peristome and associated structures, and cortical granules all agree with the original description of P. tenu and suggest an affiliation to the class Heterotrichia. Unlike Blepharisma species, P. tenu lacks a conspicuous flap like undulating membrane along the peristome and thus rather resembles Spirostomum species. However, Spirostomum species are often larger and more contractile than P. tenu. In addition, we also observed spherical cells of P. tenu that potentially are thin-walled resting cysts. Section heading. P. tenu is a heterotrich ciliate inhabited by a known chlorella strain and a new purple sulfur bacterium. To determine the phylogenetic affiliation of each symbiotic partner, we relied on a single-cell polymerase chain reaction. PCR approach. Attempts to establish cultures of P. tenu and its endosymbionts were unsuccessful. Phylogenetic analyses of the ribosomal RNA, or rRNA, gene operon, and the mitochondrial cytochrome oxidase subunit 1 gene revealed that P. tenu is most closely related to ciliates of the genus Spirostomum. All Spirostomum species are purely heterotrophic predators, except for Spirostomum semivirescens, which harbors Zooclorelliae. P. tenu, however, was phylogenetically distant from Spirostomum semivirescens in our phylogenetic trees. Although P. tenu has a clear affinity to Spirostomum, it remains to be determined whether it is sister to the genus Spirostomum or represents a new lineage within it. 
The algal endosymbionts are most closely related to chlorella species, according to phylogenetic analysis of the 18S rRNA ITS2 and RBCL genes. This is consistent with the fact that many eukaryotes harbor chlorella-like endosymbionts. Unlike chlorella species, the green algal endosymbionts did not have visible pyrenoids under the light microscope, but a pyrenoid-like structure was clear in our electron micrographs. The RBCL gene of the green endosymbionts is identical to that of chlorella species K10, an endosymbiont of the freshwater Cnidarian hydra viridicema strain K10 isolated in Switzerland. Because hydra viridicema has co-speciated with its chlorella endosymbionts, it is possible that the ancestor of P10U acquired chlorella K10 after it was released from a Cnidarian host. The bacterial endosymbionts are most closely related to the genus Theodictyon, according to phylogenetic analyses of their 16S rRNA gene. We confirmed the localization of the Theodictyon-related bacteria in the cytoplasm of P. tenu by fluorescence in situ hybridization. Most members of the chromat Chromatiaceae, known as purple sulfur bacteria, are anaerobic and anoxygenic photosynthesizers that often use hydrogen sulfide as a photosynthetic electron donor and accumulate sulfur globules in their periplasm. The conspicuous purple-violet color of the bacterial endosymbionts in the abundant vesicular chromatophores agree with them being a member of the Chromatiaceae. Absorbance spectra of the purple endosymbionts by hyperspectral microscopy reveal clear peaks in the infrared spectrum that are typical for bacteria chlorophyll-containing organisms. The theodictyon-related endosymbionts do not appear to accumulate highly refractile sulfur globules, and we also did not recover discrete sulfur signals through scanning electron microscopy energy dispersive X-ray spectroscopy. This suggests that the photosynthetic physiology of the thiodictian-related endosymbiont might have diverged from that of its closest free-living relatives. Moreover, the thiodictian-related endosymbionts are of great interest, as no other photosynthetic purple sulfur bacteria are known to be endosymbiotic. There are, however, several non-photosynthetic sulfur-oxidizing endosymbionts, for example, Cantidatus thiosymbion. On the basis of its phylogenetic placement as sister to known thiodictyon species, and the average 0.91 average nucleotide identity to its closest genome-sequenced relative, we propose a new candidate species for the purple bacterial endosymbiont of P. tenu, Candidatus thiodictyon intracellulaire. The epithet intracellulaire refers to the intracellular lifestyle of the candidate species. Additional information 
rod-shaped, sometimes slightly curved, purplish cells colonizing the cytoplasm of P. tenu in large numbers. Vegetative cells, about 6 by 2 microns on average, bounded by two membranes and an additional vacuolar membrane, and packed with vesicular chromatophores, discernible and transmission electron microscopy micrographs. No other life history stages observed. Section heading. Candidatus thiodictyon intracellular has a reduced and specialized metabolism. To gain further insight into the possible metabolic interactions between P10U and its photosynthetic endosymbionts, we sequenced the metagenome of this tripartite symbiotic consortium. The metagenome was assembled from three deeply sequenced short read libraries made from amplified genomes of three separately isolated single cells. The metagenomic scaffolds mostly group into three main clusters that correspond to nearly complete genomes for each symbiotic partner. The genome of Candidatus T. intracellulare is less than half the size of that of its closest known relative, Candidatus thiodictyon centrophicum. Such genome reduction is consistent with an endosymbiotic lifestyle and has been accompanied by extensive gene loss and pseudogenization. Candidatus T. intracellulare lost genes for major metabolic pathways, such as the capacity to use reduced sulfur compounds as electron donors for photosynthesis, otherwise known as sulfur dissimilation, a hallmark of purple sulfur bacteria. On the basis of the absence or pseudogenization of several important genes, Candidatus T. intracellulare lost the capacity to oxidize sulfide, elemental sulfur, and thiosulfate. These predicted losses are consistent with the absence of visible sulfur globules in the purple endosymbionts. Furthermore, the capacity to fix atmospheric dinitrogen and hydrolyze urea, as well as the ability to store excess nitrogen as cyanophycin, were also lost by Candidatus T. intracellulare. However, Candidatus T. intracellulare might be able to acquire nitrogen from its host because it retained transporters for glutamate and or aspartate and ammonium. Moreover, Candidatus T. intracellulare retained many genes involved in pathways for carbon and energy metabolism, such as photosynthesis, carbon fixation, and respiration under hypoxic conditions, fermentation, and the capacity to store excess carbon as glycogen and polyhydroxyalkanoate granules. Furthermore, Candidatus T. intracellulare has transporters for small organic acids, glucose, maltose, and phosphate, which might be imported from the host cytoplasm. Similar to Allochromatium venosum, free-living thiodictyon species are metabolic generalists that can use both reduced inorganic and organic compounds as electron donors.
Therefore, the reduced and more specialized metabolism of Candidatus T. intracellulare is likely to be the outcome of an endosymbiotic lifestyle in a nutrient-rich environment. Section heading. The ciliate host in the green algal endosymbiont genomes harbor genes for fermentation. The endosymbiotic chlorella species most probably has the capacity to photosynthesize oxygenically and respire aerobically as its free-living relatives do. However, this endosymbiotic green algae, green alga, may also be able to ferment both in the light and in the dark. Chlorella species has retained multiple fermentative pathways in the cytosol, mitochondrion, and chloroplast that could result in the excretion of multiple fermentative end products, including D-lactate, acetate, ethanol, and molecular hydrogen. The P. tenuciliate host has typical aerobic mitochondria, as evidenced by its conspicuous mitochondrial cristae, and the retention of a conventional ciliate mitochondrial genome. However, the ciliate host can potentially carry out mitochondrial fermentation by using fumarate as an electron acceptor via a reversed complex 2 and rhodoquinone. This type of fermentation leads to the excretion of acetate and propionate as end products. Section heading. P. tenu lives as a mixotroph by means of phagotrophy and anoxygenic photosynthesis. P. tenu represents a physiologically complex and potentially flexible symbiotic consortium. This is because each symbiotic partner has more than one type of energy metabolism or mode of growth. The physiological mode preferred by each symbiotic partner may be primarily determined by two major environmental factors, light and oxygen. Despite the aforementioned metabolic complexity, which suggests ecological flexibility, the P10U symbiotic consortium appears to occupy a rather narrow niche in its environment. This is suggested by three observations. First, P. tenu preferentially dwells in hypoxic sediments rich in organic matter, where it phagocytoses and digests bacteria for food. This lifestyle is similar to that of Sporostomum species that are voracious bacteriovores and often venture into hypoxic microenvironments to find their prey. Second, P. tenu co-occurs with diverse free-living purple sulfur bacteria. The plant covered an organic matter-rich sediment where P. tenues found presumably filter far-red and infrared light and offer plenty of organic compounds and sulfide that select for metabolically versatile purple bacteria like the putative ancestor of Candidatus T. intracellulare. Dwelling in hypoxic sediments might therefore favor anoxygenic photosynthesis by the purple symbionts over oxygenic photosynthesis by the green algal symbionts. Third, most of the volume of the P10U symbiotic consortium is occupied by Candidatus T. intracellulare. 
Purple and endosymbionts represent about 26.4% of the volume of the whole symbiotic consortium, whereas the green endosymbionts only represent about 1.4%. Together, these observations suggest that the physiology of the symbiotic consortium largely follows that of its purple endosymbionts, which may primarily photosynthesize anaerobically. We conclude that P. tenue is a mixotroph with a dual lifestyle that combines anoxygenic photosynthesis in the light and microaerobic phagotrophy. Section heading. What metabolic interactions might underlie the P. tenu symbiosis? On the basis of our microscopic observations and inferences from metagenomic data, the following metabolic interactions among the symbiotic partners in P10U are most plausible. In the light and the absence of oxygen, the purple endosymbionts most probably photosynthesize anoxygenically, while both the ciliate host and the green endosymbionts ferment reduced organic compounds. Green algae, such as Chlamydimonas reinhardii, or the salamander symbiont Uphila amblystomatis, switch to hydrogen-producing fermentation in hypoxia and light. It is also possible in principle that the green algae photos photosynthesize under hypoxia and the oxygen released is quickly consumed by host mitochondria. The purple symbionts can use either hydrogen or organics as electron donors. Hydrogen might be released by fermentation from the green alga or by photofermentation from the purple symbiont itself. Organic compounds are produced by both algal and host mitochondrial fermentation. The purple symbionts have indeed retained transporters for these small organic acids. The energy derived from the anoxygenic photosynthetic chain of the purple symbionts is likely used to fix inorganic carbon derived from the host metabolism and the environment. The fixed carbon can then be stored as glycogen, or PHA granules, or, more likely, released and stored in the host as starch. The latter is suggested by the presence of numerous electron translucent granules in the cytoplasm of P. tenue. We expect that Candidatus T. intracellulare supplies photosynthate in the form of small organic compounds to its host, as known for many other photosynthetic endosymbionts. As a nitrogen source, the purple symbionts, as well as the green algal symbionts, might import ammonium and glutamate-slash-aspartate from the ciliate host as is also seen in many other photosymbioses. This agrees with the observation that Candidatus T. intracellulare lost the capacity to store fixed nitrogen, but retained ammonium and glutamate-slash-aspartate transporters. In the dark, all symbiotic partners probably respire aerobically to fully oxidize reduced organic compounds, which derive from stored carbon or phagocytosed food. 
This is expected because each symbiotic partner has microaerobic respiratory chains, and respiration is much more efficient than fermentation. Then, it might well be that the P-tenue symbiotic consortium moves into slightly more oxygenated microenvironments to respire microaerobically in the dark. Vertical migration in response to oxygen concentration is indeed known from various ciliates, including Spirostomum species. The purple endosymbionts can presumably survive under low oxygen concentrations as they retained superoxide dismutases for oxygen radical detoxification and have microaerobic respiratory chains with a cytochrome CBB3 that can scavenge oxygen. This agrees with the fact that P. tenue is found in the hypoxic to oxic transition zones of muddy ponds. At least two other physiological modes are allowed by the metabolic complexity of the P. tenue symbiotic consortium. Moreover, intermediate metabolic states between these four major modes might also occur in transitional environments. For example, a green algal symbiont might perform some oxygenic photosynthesis or a form of anoxygenic photosynthesis through cyclic electron flow under low light and anaerobic conditions. And the purple symbionts could express their photosynthetic chain alongside its microaerobic respiratory chain. The accumulation of starch granules around pyrenoids and chloroplasts supports the notion that the green algae can photosynthesize oxygenically under some conditions. The P. tenue consortium is thus endowed with great physiological and potentially also ecological flexibility. This flexibility might allow P. tenue to temporarily survive under suboptimal conditions such as oxygenated waters. P. tenue survives for a few days but does not divide and eventually disappears in laboratory samples exposed to atmospheric oxygen. Given the, the complex physiology of each symbiotic partner, sequencing single-cell metatranscriptomes from this unusual symbiotic consortium under different environmental conditions is necessary. These future efforts will test the physiological hypotheses presented here and provide more certainty about the metabolic interactions between P. tenue and its symbionts. Section heading. The symbiotic merger of disparate physiologies created an unusual ecological niche. By studying a unique purple-green ciliate, we found the first example of a photosynthetic purple sulfur bacterium with an endosymbiotic lifestyle. This anaerobic purple bacterium shares its host cell with an oxygenic green alga. This puzzling coexistence appears to be possible because of the physiological versatility offered by each symbiotic partner and the reductive specialization of the purple bacterial endosymbiont. For example, the purple bacterium lost sulfur dissimilation genes. Both symbionts and host have the genes for respiring microaerobically and fermenting anaerobically. Moreover, the evolutionary merging of two distinct photosymbionts and a facultatively anaerobic predator 
has created a symbiotic consortium with a complex set of physiological properties not shared by any other species known. The niche of the symbiotic consortium, however, is not simply the union of the niches of each symbiont, but presumably encompasses most of the ciliate host and purple symbiont niches, and particularly, and partially rather, overlaps with that of the green symbiont. The outcome is a eukaryote that actively swims in hypoxic sediments and combines phagotrophy with anoxygenic photosynthesis. P. tenue thus represents an extraordinary example of how symbiosis merges disparate physiologies and allows emergent consortia to create novel ecological niches.